While traveling, it's usually best to pack light. When it comes to money, carrying some cash and having an alternative like Zelle is a great idea. Zelle's an easy way to send and receive money with people you trust at any U.S. bank. It's already in thousands of different banking apps, and it's money straight into your bank account in minutes fast. Look for Zelle in your banking app today. Safe travels. Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with carrier. Products sold separately. Put that long day behind you. Good times lie ahead. With company worth keeping. That'll bash a smile on your head. Come on in. The doors open. You'll find just the finest folks here. Pull up a chair. Grab a drink. And let our stories your ear. Cause we're the talk, talk, talk the tavern. Here you're always welcome. The talk, talk, talk the tavern. Promising beer and bed love. The talk, talk, talk the tavern. Music, medicine, then some. The talk, talk, talk the tavern. The song's over. Here we come. Yo, kid, welcome to Talk of the Tavern here at twitch.tv slash Travins. Twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern Talk. That's what we're called. We're going to talk about real ghost stories tonight. We'll tell you a little more about that in a moment. But first, I want to let folks know we're an adult show with adult topics and adult language, and we might say stuff that upsets people with finer or more delicate sensibilities. It's uh, Wow. Did you just see Andrea yawn as I was talking about delicate sensibilities? <laughs> it's already bored her hair and his... Uh, Apparently dozed off in his chair, which is not unusual or anything to do with me talking. <laughs> but anyhow, I am Travis. I am a author and podcaster and various other annoying things. And uh, tonight my vices are, and by the way, chat, let us know your vices. And that's another disclaimer. We are recording a podcast right now with a live chat audience. So we will be interacting with that chat audience. Every once in a while, I'll read off their comments, or if I want to interrupt somebody, do that to let folks know oh, that I want to interrupt and read comments. As for the folks on podcast, you can always join us live on Monday nights as we record the podcast. For anybody who is new here, it is a subscriber-only chat, so that's one of the perks of being a subscriber is being able to interact on the live show as we record it for a podcast. So, what are your vices there in chat? Let us know, and let's let these other people that are sitting here with me introduce themselves. Aaron, you go first. Mm-mm. He's muted, so I'll say I am drinking bourbon, Henry McKenna, and smoking pipes <laughs> full of a C&D blend autumn evening. Now let's introduce Aaron again. Sorry about that. Friggin' Aaron <laughs> Kennedy currently... Uh finished up a gold peak lemonade tea lush it is now empty and i will be peeing all night Continue. Um, in that same bottle <laughs> novelist articleist runner um plumber jack of all trades i do a little bit of everything hvac 
Yep, that too. Professional prostitute, as opposed to those unprofessional ones, which are called Hey, it's married. better than being a cheap whore. Mm, yeah. It, uh, now, Andrea. I, I'm Hi. not using that as a segue to Andrea. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are you trying to say? You see that you house on the hill? Right. <laughs> I'm trying not to say it. Didn't you hear me? Okay. My turn? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here goes. Andrea LeChat from Twitch TV. Um, okay. I, I didn't finish this with the last episode. So, Ginger Peach Water. There we go. There we she, go. She has saved that how many days since the last episode? Ew. Is it growing mm-hmm. fuzzy like a peach yet? Maybe. And by the way... Uh, that gives it an extra texture. Weirdo win. one of our mods has uh, pointed out his vices are he's very fond of cookies. And ginger. Loves a ginger. Still a fan of Marianne, of course, but ginger for the win. <laughs> I'm a Marianne Marianne is far guy. superior. Oh, yeah. She looks a little less used. And really, pigtails. The kind on a woman's head, not, you know, Pigzilla from our previous episode. Moving on. Don't judge. I do want to let folks that we have t-shirts, stickers, coffee cups. All you have to do is type exclamation point merch into chat. And anybody listening to the podcast, you can find it by going to bit.ly slash Tavern Merch. That's bit.ly slash Tavern Merch. And uh, don't forget our other podcasts, such as Right Night, where Aaron Kennedy and myself and another published author will get together and talk about various things of interest to creative folks, especially readers, writers, and other infamous ilks. Ilks? Is that the word? Ilk? Anyhow. I was just waiting for you to say arithmetic. Readers, writers, and arithmetic. That's the person with a cardiac event coming up, right? Sure. Very good. Here's the arithmeticking. Tacking? <laughs> talking. Rhythma talk. We're talking about rhythma. Anyhow. Um, t- so tonight's episode, we're going to talk about real ghost stories. These are events that we have personally experienced or somebody close to us experienced if you've never experienced a unnatural unearthly event because we are in the month of october in 2020 and we'll be experiencing in a couple of days our second full moon of the month which would be called the blue moon by definition we've had all kinds of crazy scary things in the real world let's talk about the other crazy things that have been around for a long, long time. We're going to suspend our disbelief and not point out that everybody has a cell phone. How come there's not more videos of this shit? But, uh... <laughs> uh like Julian. the classic X-Men. We're going to, they don't show up on film. But the classic X-Men didn't? Nope. We're going to, after the Fall of the Mutants uh, series, uh, Roma, goddess of Britain and whatnot, bestowed upon them this special ability of not appearing on film. Perhaps she does this for ghosts as well. That way they can haunt at their pleasure. Oh, by the way, in tonight's topic, I would also encourage us to consider fairy stories. But in the sense of a lot of ghost encounters could actually be encounters with the fae. And I'll go a little more into that 
later on. Now, Aaron, can we start with you? Do you have some things that happen to you in your life that are a bit unexplained, unexplainable? Yes. There, there will be nights where I am lying in bed asleep, and then friggin' it's like I'm being choked to death. Um, like my chest is heavy, or that I can't breathe, and it's <laughs> almost like a furry blanket has fallen upon me. But when I wake up, there's nothing there. <laughs> Have you ever experienced this, Travis? <laughs> no, I sleep on my side. <laughs> Instead, my furry blanket lays on my hips with its butt up at my shoulder and its anus inches away from my face. So when I wake up, I'm staring he, into the pink and brown eye of doom. <laughs> of he doom. pretends he is the emotional support beaver, and that's just a lip gloss. <laughs> It's a, to get that nasty. joke, listen to our previous podcast, <laughs> Cryptozoology. It's actually, uh, it will be named Cryptids Gone Wild. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> I've got to read a few comments that may or may not be relevant from our favorite du jour <laughs> uh, moderator here on Twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern Talk. Uh, Weird Win, perfect name for this episode. Says, according to my mum, ghosts were rather fond of me and bears. Andrew, I did question ghosts were fan of bears. Oh. I didn't well, know they I mean, watched football. As Fozzie Bear says, not wrong, just wrong for me. <laughs> That's only when you were dating him. He was very uh, compliant. What's the right word? Anyhow. Weirdwin also says, because uh, the Supernatural do a classic series of pranks which include training cell phone batteries. Then he mentions his cat sleeps on his head. Who is talking about cats, especially ones that drool when they sleep on your head? Hmm. God, I hope that's drool. <laughs> Andrea, have you ever had a supernatural encounter in your life? Yes. And I was scared. Oh, I lost it. I didn't write it down. Well, I mean, did it involve not being able to sleep properly? Like there was a heavy weight on your chest. <laughs> <laughs> like your face was wrapped in a blanket. Come back to me. What is yours, Travis? I I'll write mine down this time. I actually have quite a few. Um, me too, if I can remember. Throughout my whole life, I've been curious about the supernatural, as a lot of people are, especially younger folk. But in my childhood, I explored many religions, going to church with many different friends, speaking to other friends in school that were Wiccan. Uh, the term pagan wasn't as common back then in the Stone Age. Um, but I remember the first time I met a friend that claimed he was a witch. And I said, don't you mean warlock? And he says, no, the definition of warlock is liar or betrayer. Like, okay. Oathbreaker. Right. So I, my experience at that point in time with witches was literally right. 
Hold on a second. We're going to interrupt the show and raise a glass to Scribbler Society for that raid as he brings five people with him to come in and check Woo-hoo. out the tavern. Here, here. For you folks, a quick description. We're recording a podcast live tonight, so it is subscriber-only chat. You can bear with us when we are done with the show. We will hang out with you and chit-chat a little bit. And uh, But thank you for hanging out. Other than that, I do writing streams and uh, <laughs> other such things. So... Bear with us as we go through this live recording right here. So, my experience up to that point in time with witches was literally the television show Bewitched. Thank you, Nick at Night, in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I asked him, you know, what do you mean you're a witch? What are your powers? Because that was my concept of witches. And he did educate me further. And there was a period in time after he explained things about his faith and religion and I don't want to say abilities as much as skill set with instead of prayer you're working with spell casting and rituals and candle magic and blood magic and sex magic and other such magics which by the way a lot of this has changed keep in mind this is the 80s so things change but then I asked him about other things, and we went and explored, and he was going to set up a temple, and we had a few friends, and we went into the woods and found a place, and he laid the quarter stones at the cardinal points, and later I returned there with two young ladies, and I was about 14 at the time, and I have always had a fascination with portals to other worlds, always been a huge fascination of mine, that's why the fantasy series Portals exists now, and we went into these woods, And I saw this branch that was naturally arched over and pinned down into an an arch. And standing in front of it, I noticed a rock about the size of a football, but flat, and it had three holes in it. And beside it was a stick, a branch, about as thick as three fingers, and it fit perfectly into the hole in this rock. So we sat there in the woods, knee to knee, Focusing, concentrating on this archway, thinking to open a portal. Well, the girls were complaining, oh, the mosquitoes are eating me. The thing is, the mosquitoes weren't touching me. They weren't bothering me at all. And I told them, you just have to belong to the woods. You have to be a part of it, a natural part of it, blend with it. And soon they were like, oh, they're not bothering me anymore. Now, I wore glasses when I was younger, as I do now, and I had removed them. And suddenly one of the girls gasps, And she says, it's moving. And I opened my eyes and I looked straight at this archway that I'm hoping is a portal. And really everything was blurry because I didn't have my glasses on. So I snatch up my glasses and put it on and I get stopped. I'm like, okay, maybe it's like the lid of a jar of peanut butter. And you've got to try to open it multiple times before you finally get it to pop open. Well, we went back to it and long story shorter, nothing happened. So we all went our separate ways and went home. It was later that week, this friend of mine and one of the young ladies that was with me in the woods when we attempted this showed up at my doorstep frantic and accusingly told me, you let something loose into the woods. You brought something from another world. And I said, come inside. Keep in mind, this friend thought, of me as the initiate and him as the 
priest or experienced one. And they came into my room and like, tell me what happened. They're like, we went into the woods. And it was close to sunset. And we went to the temple we had built. And something had disturbed the cornerstones. They'd been knocked around. And then we felt something watching us. We heard movement. Now, this is Florida. The trees are not thick. They're sparse. And you can kind of see through the trees pretty well. But they heard movement, footsteps in the leaves. And they decided to leave. And then they saw something following them, dashing from tree to tree, just a dark shadow as the sun was setting. And soon they were running out of these woods, back to the car. And then immediately came to me. And I said, hold on, we can take care of this. And I pulled out a obelisk, just a onyx obelisk, about six or eight inches tall. And I set it between us and I put us all in a circle around it. Well, as much as three could be a circle. Touching knees again to join the energies. And we focused on this thing. And I told him, pour the energy into it. The energy of this thing that's following you. This thing that's hunting you. This thing that you feel I brought into this world. And soon, they were quite amazed because they could see a greenish-yellow egg forming inside of that onyx obelisk. And they said it had bulbous-type veins going through it. I went, great, your job is done here. You can leave. Now, the end of that story is they were never bothered again by this thing because I told them I would take care of it. Now, that wasn't my first encounter with a otherworldly spirit, but it's one of the larger ones from my childhood. Excellent. Good response. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what to say to that. I was just waiting for you to finish. <laughs> I see Aaron's got comments. <laughs> He's no, 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 no. Mm. Mm -hmm. I mean, my, my only interaction with witchcraft was when I inadvertently released the Sanderson sisters. Damn virgins. <laughs> What'd you say, Aaron? Oh, when I inadvertently released right. the Sanderson sisters. Heard that. I, I was wondering if you said This something. was coming on 20 years ago. It was right before Christmas time. So you... um, well, right around the same time as Christmas time, actually. Well, right about now, as a matter of fact. It was like on Halloween. Um, and uh, for those not familiar, they, they're witches. There's one brunette, one redhead, and uh, one blonde. So it's like a bounce And they meal. had escapades. It's like a great joke. They ran amok, amok, amok. Amok, amok, amok. And by the way, Weirdowin says, you heard it here first, folks. 2020 is Travis's fault. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the movie Cat's fault. <laughs> that movie was so great. That came in. It was horrible. Did, so did you know there's a butthole version? Yeah. They had to edit out the buttholes. There is. To make it releasable. There's a butthole and more version. <laughs> so great. Nothing like seeing Ian McClellan's eight nipples. Yep. 
What a, it's like the, the, the original version of Into the Woods that was released. Um, where the wolf's package yes. is apparent for all. That is true. He is anatomically <laughs> correct. I remember when Aaron and Emmy told me about that. And, uh, and then he goes, no, that's not true. Aaron is bullshitting me. There's no way. And he's like, holy shit. I own it on DVD now. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's great. Just for those 12 seconds. <laughs> well, no. And it's better than the movie. Because the movie never played part two of Agony. Yeah, it never had the reprise. No, it didn't. And that's a damn shame. The stage, mm-hmm. the stage production was awesome. With Bernadette Peters. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Okay. I wrote down stuff. What do you got? So I would remember this time. I, I wrote bullet points. Okay. Tell us more, tell us more. <clears throat> now, when I was younger, I loved taking pictures. Yes, when it's on film before digital and cell phones and all that. And so roll of film had to take pictures of everything. So around Christmas, um, we would all gather at my aunt's house, the whole family, and do the the presents and the nasty food and, you know, whatever. Fruitcake and stuff. It was great. And so I would take pictures of everybody. And then finally, when, you know, I had enough money, Developed the film. Well, I got in the back. And I was young, so I didn't know. I, it didn't really register to me. I'm looking through the negatives and the prints. And on there were these, these figures that were not there when I took the picture. Okay. And it's not like you can do that with digital. Like digital now, you can just overimpose, superimpose and stuff. With, with regular negative film. That's a little harder to do, especially when you take it to the one-hour photo. Mm-hmm. And when you develop it, you, you don't... You could probably accidentally print two negatives, you know, one on top of each other, onto a print. But on a negative, no. You, you can't get two up there. And I'm looking at the pictures, and it's the whole family standing there smiling together. And across them, you know, a chorus line of dancing girls? Mm-hmm. It looked like that. Not my family, but over <laughs> it was like some female figures there, ghostly type with reddish and orange. I remember it. Reddish and orange colors, but they looked like a chorus line and they were doing that kick. And it was just like smeared across the image of my family. Best ghosts ever. I know. It's so weird. I'm like, what is in my aunt's house? And I would always have a weird feeling and things. You know, but I thought maybe it was just my imagination. I was young. Um, See. But maybe her house was haunted by dancing girls. Uh, I'm imagining. <gasps> Did you hear that? Heavy footfalls? No. Listen. Yeah, with the big plumes on their head and the the roughly skirt short in front. Yeah. It's not really scary. It's just interesting. And that's something I remember. I think I was probably eight or nine. Interesting. So it counts. So I've got a... Like you, I have more stories. But, you know, I figure we'll do a back and forth. Aaron, do you have one you want to throw in, or should I tell another one? Uh, well, I mean, mine are so humdrum compared to your guys's. 
Like, there was this one time that I inherited this house, <laughs> and then I had to go over there. And, and then I find this crystal orb, which has got a floating, almost holographic head in it. Uh, and I realized that the house was a dump. It was an absolute money pit, so I drove away from it at the very end. Just abandoned it completely. I don't even know which movie he's talking about, to be honest. Haunted Mansion. Oh, well, that would be why. Because <laughs> that was a rare, horror, scary thing. Weirdwin says, They were destroyed in a flood, but my mom used to have a bunch of photos of me as a toddler with bright balls of light. Wait a minute. Were you wearing pants usually near my hand <laughs> like I was playing with it? Yeah, I think this. I think I hit it on the head. Because, because... So now, yes. mm -hmm. I'm glad you one? added of light after balls. As compared to story. fire. <laughs> we do have a picture of Andrea and I where we have uh, glowing blue balls. Yeah, it's hanging up in the library. Like you do. The reliquary? Yes, indeed. Yeah. <clears throat> so. As I said, in my teens, I often sought these sort of things out. Which, by the way, I have a doctorate in metaphysics. True story. It's right on the wall behind me. But, at that point in time, I didn't have it. But I often sought out ghosts. Any friend that said they had any kind of haunting or spirits or whatever. And I'll tell you a story about an exorcism in a little bit that I performed. I would rush over to investigate because I wanted to experience these things. I wanted to see proof of more. It was, it was the reason for my exploration of the religion and all these other things. Well, at one point in time, now I was raised pretty poor. So I couldn't afford many things. Matter of fact, I tended to acquire my action figures at local stores. But we don't talk about that. That's unrelated to hauntings. I saw an article, because one of the few things I did have, for one year, I had a subscription to Omni Magazine. Aaron, do you remember Omni Magazine? Yes, I do, as a matter of fact. I, I specifically remember Omni Magazine, because every year, uh, they had the theoretical section, where they talked about, hey, these new theoretical concepts. Like, if you take buttered toast, which always lands butter side down, <laughs> and cats, which always land feet side down, strap them together, you can create a gyroscopic effect and come up with the perfect monorail. Or the perpetual motion machine. No, 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 they took it to the next level. But believe it or not, that is a true Omni article. Is it really? Is it really? Yes, it is, as a matter of fact. Aaron, Flux capacitor. Aaron's next tattoo needs to be like just somewhere easily visible. Bullshit or not. <laughs> and then in parentheses, why can't it be both? What? Well, okay. Like the food chain of chicken restaurant known as Popeye's is not named after Popeye the Sailor Man. It is named after Poppy, uh, Popeye O'Doyle from the French Connection. <laughs> Weird when says, oddly enough, the April issue, which probably is exactly right. Well, I had a subscription to this, and 
you would have all your scientific articles. It was a scientific-based magazine. Uh, valid. Uh, sure. Possibly more for entertainment, possibly lighter stuff, but it would go into different scientific things that I was interested in. Now, they had a classified section in the back of the magazine where people could post ads and whatnot sort of things. And I ran across one ad that sends, said, <coughs> and I want to say it was $12.50, send me this money and I will send you a ghost. I connect with these spirits who want a place to go and somebody to remember them and keep, I guess in a literal sense, their, their spirit alive. So for this money, he would send you a candle and a bell and a sheet, uh, a type sheet of your ghosts, wants, likes, bit of a description, bit of a history, some information about the ghost that you would be getting. I didn't have this money, but I wrote this man and asked him. I, I told him I don't have the money. I'm poor. I'm this, you know, 13 years old. Is there any way I could get a ghost? And he replied, he says, yes, but you asked for a ghost, not one of my packages, which is fine for free. So when your alarm rings at 6 a.m. on this date, Dorothy will arrive for you. So I told my mother about this, showed her the letter, and she we got up early, set the alarm early, and we woke up early, set the alarm for 6, and exactly 6 a.m., the alarm goes, me, 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 me. And we let it go for 20, 30 seconds, so it makes sure it's heard, and then stop it, and we wait, waiting for Dorothy to appear, waiting for Dorothy to give some sign she's there. And we sat there for like 30 minutes, talking to Dorothy, seeing if Dorothy was there, asking for a sign. And nothing happened. We did conjecture perhaps we had an electronic alarm. So it was that annoying noise that scares ghosts away instead of the ringing that would maybe attract them. But we never did see Dorothy that morning. Though later, when contacting this friend that I mentioned before, we once pulled out a Ouija board. And he was like, oh no. But if we're going to do this, we will. Yeah, if you look over Andrea's shoulder, there's a Ouija board that I own, which is actually last used when President Nixon was in office. And it has the original planchette that's not just plastic and whatnot. And the board is wood instead of cardboard. But we pulled out the Ouija board. And I sought out Dorothy, who... You know, as a young boy will, you feel you have somebody watching over you, as a lot of adults do. Matter of fact, I have friends that feel everybody has spirit guides. And depending on the stage in your life, you will get a different spirit guide to help you through that portion of your life. I really think mine have left because of COVID. I, th I think they're like fucked off off to Maui or something, and they're just like sunning now. But anyhow. I mean, nobody else is flying. <laughs> That's true. They got that witch's boom headed out. Um, so, <laughs> Weirdwin said, from the classified ad section of Amberzine, Lost Magic Sword, answers to Bink Binky. <laughs> I'll have to look for Binky later. 
But uh, we pulled out the Ouija board, and after he called upon the protective spirits, elements of the cardinal directions and the four elements, we used the Ouija board. And we were quite amazed when it moved. Each, of course, the common thing of blaming the other person for making it move. But we didn't contact Dorothy, who I did feel had been watching over me at that point. For this year and a half, two years between the beginning of the story and now. But we did contact Ivy. Now, Ivy was much more mischievous. And during this point in my life, I had a lot of unexplainable things go on. For example, there was one point in time I'm laying in bed... And we always had those plastic hangers, not the metal ones, but the plastic tubular hangers. And I'm laying in bed, and I hear something like a finger going across the plastic hangers. Click-a-click-click-click-click-click-click. And I went to my closet and opened the door, and the hangers were still swinging and moving. But there was nothing there. Now, perhaps it was a lizard that got in the house and ran across it, or a fucking buff cockroach. I don't know. But something moved those hangers. In that same house, by the way, which when we moved in, we found a safe embedded in the concrete of the foundation that we couldn't open. And a couple events happened in this house. There's one time I'm laying in bed with my cat on my chest. We only had one cat. And I always left my door open wide enough for the cat to get in and out. As I'm laying in bed in broad daylight, the bedroom door opened all the way, gently touched the wall, and then swung all the way back and just touched the door frame. It didn't slam or anything. But there was no huge breeze. There was no big trucks. There was no earthquakes. There was nothing that could explain this. And we didn't have the doors and windows open. We lived in Florida. We had the AC on. In this same house one time, we always locked the door. My mother was paranoid about this. Always locked all the car doors when we weren't in the cars. Always locked the front and back door. Doors were always locked. I had a friend that when I walked into my house, he was sitting on my couch. I'm like, what are you doing here? He's like, well, it's about time you came out. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, I came and I knocked on the door and you told me to come in. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. And then you weren't here. So I called for you and I heard you giggling in your room and I went in there and you weren't there. Then I heard you giggling in your mother's room and I went in there and you weren't there. And I figure you're fucking with me. You're eventually going to come out. So I sat down on the couch to wait. I wasn't home. Nobody was home. And the doors were locked. But there's that experience. Um, going back to the friend with the Ouija board. Fun fact, later we communicated with his cats that were dead. True story. So there's a Ouija board for you. Kooky little thing. Was there a lot of knocking over of stuff on the table? <laughs> Just a planchette. <laughs> Sounds about right. By the way, Weirdwin says, for a party, we made a Ouija board from spare cardboard and planchette from bottle caps. We goofed around with it for a while before moving on to other things. Later, later on in the night, we get it out again and ask some questions and take a break. But While traveling, it's usually best to pack light. When it comes to money... Carrying some cash and having an alternative like Zelle is a great idea. Zelle's an easy way to send and receive money with people you trust at any U.S. bank. 
It's already in thousands of different banking apps, and it's money straight into your bank account in minutes fast. Look for Zelle in your banking app today. Safe travels. Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with carrier. Products sold separately. But the puck is still moving. One person was still holding it, answering questions, while he was passed out drunk. Nice. I have questions. What's your questions? Okay. So, when you answer that, ad, that that's a ghost dating app for underage, underage children? Hmm. That's what hmm. I got from that. Not app, ad. Very different. Yeah, that's what I meant. You know, new, new age, you know, whatever. All right, so a ghost dating ad. That's what I meant. Um, also, it said, you, they said to do that at 6 a.m. They did not specify what time zone. There is that, too. There is that. Because maybe she was waiting. And by the way, I Wrong set the alarm zone. for 6 a.m. multiple days in a row just in case she showed up later. And but it was it wrong hit. 6 a.m. It is. And also, I didn't have an alarm that rang. I have an alarm that... Eh, 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 eh. Well, maybe that worked, but she was on mountain time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no. You got to take that in consideration. You know what they say, mountain sea, mountain dew. <laughs> Gosh. Now, Andrea, do you have another story from your lifetime? I do. Okay. Where I grew up, um, in Virginia, Portsmouth, Virginia, to be precise, um, near the naval base and all that good stuff, I was in a little place called Craddock, and it's famous for the first established shopping center. Um, it had a gazebo where they used to auction off people and things. It was crazy. And so it's a very old neighborhood. Started out with a lot of white people. And, and the house, the house we, we got, I mean, I was a teenager when we moved in. Nice house. I would never go into the dining room. I mean, I did not like going in there. I hated sitting in there to eat. It just gave me a creepy feeling. I just did not like it whatsoever. You're supposed to eat in the dining room? <laughs> well, you were <laughs> in the 80s. Go on. Okay. Yeah. What? Oh, ate in the dining room? Yeah. 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 Before cell phones and we didn't have cable, all that good stuff. Um, so I, I really had an uneasy feeling about going in there. So I did not like going in there whatsoever. Um, me and my sister shared a room and my two brothers shared a room outside my door, mine and my sister's bedroom door. There was a print that looked like it was burned in of a, of a man's, um, dress shoe type footprint, shoe Weird. print, but it, it looked like it was burned into the wood. Cause we had, you know, real hardwood floors cause it was an old house. 
plaster walls where you had to drill a hole to put a nail in and See, all that good stuff. See, at first when you said print, I thought you meant like a photo print type situation. I got yeah. you now. Um, dress shoe print. Um, it had the crystal doorknobs, you know, like you see in horror movies now, <laughs> the old houses. But it was a great house. So that was at my door. And when I got a little older, you know, me and my sister, girls, we needed a bigger room. So we switched with, with our brothers. Why? And Why do you need a bigger room? Unrelevant. Too much stuff. Yeah, you know, whatever. Um, but after a few days there, I noticed that there was a dress shoe, a men's dress shoe, shoe print burnt into the wood right in front of that door. So weird. It was just, it's just things that happen. It's like, it makes you go, hmm, was that there before? No, it wasn't, but whatever. So was there one in front of the other room you had? It, it was, and then it wasn't. So it's it was, like it moved. It was gone from there and in front of the other room where the mm -hmm. girls were. And, and one day, you know, me and my friend came home from school. We were in high school. We came home, flop on the couch, turn on the TV, you know, get the soda, you know, what teenagers do. And I heard someone upstairs walking. I thought, I thought my mom was home from work, you know, because my siblings were younger, so they were still in school because elementary school didn't get out until later. I thought it was my mom, so I went upstairs. No one was there. We had a dog, but the dog was downstairs by us on the couch. And it sounded like shoes. Dogs, well, my dog did not wear shoes at the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nowadays, who knows? And it was weird. And I'm calling around for my mom or any, anybody in the house. Go room to room. Check all the bedrooms, the bathroom, everything. No one's there. We get the fuck out. We just run out the front door, sit on the front porch until someone comes home. That was weird. Then, um, like, it was late. I was home by myself because the power went out. So everybody went to my grandmother's house because it was cold and everything. And I just liked the time alone. I would see stuff when we had, it was a two story. So wooden stairs going up. I would see stuff on the stairs, like hanging above the stairs where there's nothing for anything to hang. And it looks like nooses with animals. Freaked me out. Because, you know, Creepy. That's not what you want to see. Hmm? Creepy. Now, yeah. did you have any pets at the time? Yeah, we had cats. I had a cat. We had a couple dogs. Did they you know? react at all to these things? Not right then, but, you know... They stayed outside a lot, too, or they just kept to themselves. They didn't give a shit. The dogs were happy, just like, hey, I'm happy. I don't care about anything. <laughs> I'm a dog. If they did react, I don't remember it. Mm -hmm. I don't remember it. So that was another thing. And then I moved out right after I turned 18, a couple of days after I turned 18. I was outside, you know, loading everything into the truck, all my boxes. My whole family was outside saying goodbye. Look up. I look up on the second floor where my room was. Curtain pulls back like someone was looking out. Creeps me out. Now, before I moved out, not too long before I moved out, they had a big celebration because this is a historical area. We get a knock on the door and this old man, he, he's like, hey, this is this was my house 
My dad built it in the 20s. Can I look around? And he came in and he talked to us and told us a story about the house. Come to find out in the dining room, you know, back years ago, they don't do it now. They would lay the body out. Mm -hmm. Is this the same house with the footprints burned into the floor? Mm -hmm. Same house. Same house. All this story is the same house. And right before I moved out, the celebration, and he came in and he wanted to see the house and told us stories that his dad built it like in the 20s, something like that. And he died. Well, I think it was the 40s, 50s. I'm not exactly sure of the era when his father died, but they had him laid out in the coffin in the dining room because that's when funeral homes didn't really keep the bodies. They stayed at home for in the home for several days or whatever before they buried him. So that explained, I, I think that explained why I did not want to go into the dining room. Because mm-hmm. he was in there and I I think maybe it was him and he wasn't very happy or maybe he was, like who knows. But <laughs> I, I think he was the one, you know, wandering around the house and making weird shit happen. Could be. Weirdowin throws his spooky story in. We have this dog now that would freak people out because she'll freeze and stare at nothing. She isn't seeing something mysterious. She's looking at a spot where something has been moved. Like, I mean, that... Rem- go ahead, Aaron. Uh, that kind of reminds me of the story from when I was a kid. I've always been into science, okay? I've got an MS, which stands for Mad Scientist. Um, <laughs> but no, no. Back when I was a kid, I had a dog. Okay, it was a Dosh Hound. All right. One day, I was at a baseball game. Dog chased the ball down. Ran into the street. I was absolutely heartbroken. Um, but because you saw a Dawson run. Well, it wasn't, they're fast. They are. They're crazy fast. I have never but seen a no, slicker wiener. My, yep, that's right. Well, I mean, one was in the White House, but that's besides the point. <laughs> I'll <laughs> feel your pain. No, but unfortunately, my dog passed. The car took him out. Um, but we were learning about scientific concepts, uh, like electricity. Okay, and if you've ever used bringing like a tens machine, which will make a <laughs> okay. Well, go on, Victor. <laughs> you know why I recognize well... this one so quickly? Because I, I I took my son when he was like nine years old to see it in the drive-in. It was the first movie he ever cried during. <laughs> It, uh, and thank you for that. I appreciate the person who just came in. I couldn't see it. It didn't necessarily, but thank you for that, host. Appreciate it. Now. Yeah. So. Do you really want to go on? Go on. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not fun once you recognize it. <laughs> it's, uh, okay. So I've got a story here about fairies. Because I did a whole episode about fairies with the Queen of Fairies from Scotland. By the way, you know that spider... I didn't know RuPaul was Scottish. He is not. Um, Andrew? She, thank you. 
Well, no, no, no. It depends what he is wearing. Mm -hmm. It absolutely does for RuPaul. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, Andrea, you know that spider your young lady was playing with earlier today? That's from the the storybook that this woman Mm -hmm. wrote. And she Mm -hmm. would actually go out and she learned it from her mother. She would play violin on the rocks on the seashore and seals would come up and listen to her play violin. But she was is very much a believer in fairies. And we discussed fairies, and during this episode of This Is When Talk of the Tavern, we changed the name for a brief period to Sounds of Steam, because we were very steampunk-oriented. This is when, during that period, uh, I realized a lot of her fairy encounters sounded very similar to American ghost encounters. And I'm like, why couldn't it be the same thing Or possibly some ghost encounters or fairy encounters or some fairy encounters or ghost encounters. So, with that in concept, shortly after this show, I was in the first house that I ever bought by myself. And I had a nice yard, a little pond right outside. And I decided to invite the fairies in after this episode. And I called them and told them, come on in. You're welcome. I want to see proof of the supernatural. Now, this is only... I guess, 2010. So not too long ago. And it's after, I mentioned in one previous episode, Right Night, about cryptozoology, I believe it was, or something along those lines, about where I basically dispersed my own fear of anything. Um, This was after that, so I had no fear. But after I invited the fairies in... Oh, wow. Did you guys see that thing fall from behind Andrea? That's been up there for years. Out of the blue, all of a sudden, she's nowhere near it. There's no cats in the room. By the way, let me make this clear. This was not an invitation for the fairies to come into my house at this point. You always welcome the yard at least three grown human strides from the house. Never closer, please. So, if you came in upon the story, you are no longer invited in, but we love you anyway. Just get out. Um, That's why you have your garden outside. So, I welcomed the fairies into this other house, not this one. And within days, though I didn't make the connection immediately, I realized certain things odd in the house. There was a classic missing of things. Where's that glass I put down? Where's my keys that I always put in the same place? Where's that pen or pencil that I use all the time at my desk? And it would be gone for a few days and then reappear once I realized it's gone and call out, out loud, verbally, where is this thing? But also, electronics suddenly starting having issues. My wiring for my surround sound, by the way, this is before all surround sound was fucking wireless. And I had to run wire under the crown molding. Suddenly it started fritzing out. And speakers would randomly change which one was giving sound. Or half the room would die out. Then the other half would, you know, get louder. And then it would switch. And after weeks of these sorts of things, with electronics going fritzy and issues with this and that, I realized I had called the fairies in. 
So I, then I laid down the law. You're not welcome in my house. You're welcome outside of the house to play in the yard and play with the squirrels and the geese and the other things that frolic in my yard. But you, no, inside the house, you're just fucking with shit and damn it, stop it. And it took a week or two, but the, the events associated with it did eventually fade as I had to repeat this thing a couple of times. But things like what we just saw directly on this show, live streaming, shit falling, or moving, or whatever. And by the way, Andrea and I are both in the same house, just in different rooms. And there hasn't been any tremors. There's no wind whipping through the house. There's no earthquakes. That just... And the air's not blowing hard. Because I have, like, the solar system hanging up above the vent, so they would move if it was blowing hard. That's right. It's uh, Now, for those viewers watching live stream, you can only see the sun. The big yellow one is the sun. <laughs> <laughs> and if you suddenly see it start to move or swing, take that for what it's worth. Uh, I'm, I'm actually pretty damn happy that shit fell right during this show. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, but now I gotta go pick it up. always hated it. <laughs> Fucking floral stick. That is... Mm-hmm. Those came from my friend Gay. Oh. Who is probably now a, ga- a ghost. Um, when I'm having a bad day, she she was like a great friend. She when was alive. in her 80s. When alive. When alive. She was in her 80s. She was a great friend. We used to have tea parties and just... It was great. And talk about dildos. And she would tell me... Sorry. Yeah, she would tell. She would love to tell people about the dil- her dildo that plugged into the wall because she needed power. It's great. Uh, so... Well, I mean, to be fair, okay, as a tradesman, I have a series of tools, one of which is a, a clutch screwdriver, okay? It's great. It's 12 volts. It's perfect. It does exactly what I want it to do 85% of the time. But occasionally I need more power. <coughs> so I break out the one that plugs into the wall. And we're not talking volts here. We're talking amps. Oh, my goodness. Go on. Okay. okay. And. <laughs> <laughs> well, she would tell me because her husband had passed um, a few years before we met. Um, and she would always say. That when she would find a penny, it was someone from the other side letting her know they were thinking of her or that it's going to be okay. Like Abraham Lincoln. And I always... Hmm? Like Abraham Lincoln letting you know it's going to be okay. Yeah. So, you know, I associate that with her. Like when I'm having a bad day, all of a sudden there's a penny or a dime or a quarter. There's just like something there. And, And it makes me think of her. And those were her flowers. So maybe she's like, hey, bitch, I'm here. Because <laughs> sounds like her. No. I have one more quick Go ahead. little thing. Go ahead. Okay. So years ago, this was like over 21 years ago now, because I was pregnant with my son. No, I had just had my son. He was a few months old. So this this really was a while ago. Um <laughs> I was, I used to work at night, you know, overnight at a gas station. Um, so when I would drive home, it's like five or six in the morning. It's still dark. Well, one night I was driving home from work and 
I live kind of near the same area I'm at now. So there's a lot of cornfields, a lot of, a lot of, you know, farm stuff. And I was driving and I saw this woman like dressed in white right on the side of the road in front of one of these fields. Freaked me out a little bit because I thought maybe, you know, she was hurt. She needed something. So I slowed down, look in my rear mirror to see if she was, you know, trying to wave me down to get help. She was gone. And this was like within a split second, see her, look in the rear view, gone. Weird feeling, but, you know, nothing too mischievous about it. Next morning, I find out my grandmother has passed. So I, I don't know if that was her or something warning me that this was happening or because it wasn't a bad feeling. It was kind of a comforting kind of like, oh, type thing. Something's there. Just a little weird thing. Ghost story. Aaron, you have another one of these events from your childhood or uh, shall I go on with the exorcism story? What? Well, okay. It was around Halloween, okay? <laughs> I grew up in San Antonio, Texas. At least I went to high school there, all right? Military brat, I've been all over the world. But there's this woods over there. And as I'm wandering about, I kind of got sick of Halloween. Is it, is it woods of um, cacti? No, no, no. There's actually woods. Okay, whatever. I'm Go not on. from freaking New Mexico or Arizona. What the fuck? <laughs> Just no, tarantulas no, and but... cacti. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but as I'm wandering around, I, I actually end up in this kind of a clearing, and it's it just felt kind of right. Um, what was amazing about this clearing was the fact that there were tr- a group of trees, <laughs> and go on. I feel like we're mm-hmm. playing like the worst version of reverse. Uh, what is it? Uh, sounds like two syllables. Except he's doing it the other way around. We have to mime the answer, and he gets to tell the verbal story. Well, I don't know. As I'm there, I'm, I get scared shitless because this rabbit jumps out of a freaking burrow under one of the things. Um, and then a freaking turkey jumps out of another tree. And there's this third tree, which has got kind of a pattern on it, like a tree. <laughs> Is that the Earth Day tree? <laughs> What jumps out of that tree? Well, I don't know. Sandy Claus. Nothing. (laughs) Sandy Claus. The giant lobster. This is his story, Travis. I'm sorry. (laughs) I just sang this song, the Oogie Boogie song, on on Twitch Sings the other day. Well, if you're going to ruin my story, we're done talking about it. Fine. I will tell everybody about the exorcism that I performed. Yeah, see, I started to believe Aaron's story. Because <laughs> I did not recognize that movie at first. I'm like, what? Halloween and Christmas classic at this point in time. Okay. So, so I guess at this point in time, I would have been just starting high school. So about ninth grade. And that would have put me at about... 14 years old give or take and i had a friend who was wow crazy good artist he was the first friend where i went 
you could draw hot chicks that well, you never need to buy porn because you could just draw the chick of your dreams and masturbate to her. He was that good of an artist. And this was before you could get porn on the internet, so drawing porn was a valid outlet. So uh, his name was Eric, and he was one of those thin, punk-like guys, but this was before pump, punk became hot. So he had like the dark, kind of scraggly hair to the shoulders, and he was thin and pale, and, and always frenetic, always bouncing around, always excited. <clears throat> Little tinge of insanity to him. And one time when we were hanging out in his house, I met a young lady who was, I don't know, equally, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Not erratic, not eclectic. Crazy. Yeah, I was trying to use a better word. Um, by the way, Weirdo One says, you're talking about ghosts and my cat is being super affectionate. Creepy. And then he put an emote of a cat severed head on my screen. I just imagine cats laughing maniacally. <laughs> anyhow. Um, eh, not a sin, but anyhow. Uh, I met her, and we talked about the things that we were interested in, which had to do with the supernatural. It was about a, two weeks later, I received a phone call. Now, keep in mind, no cell phones. We didn't even have the cool wireless phones now. I was still walking around with a 50-foot phone cord and pacing half the damn house till I ran out of cord carrying a receiver and the big lighted dial with the buttons rotary anymore but anyhow and she's like I need your help now I had no idea why she didn't call Eric who's a little older than me and a closer friend but she called me and I'm like what's up and she's like I have a demon I'm like what do you mean and she says, there's a demon that is possessing. I'm like, yeah. She's like, it's possessing. I'm like, is it possessing you? And she's like, no. My teddy bear. It was one of those like four foot tall teddy bears from her description. One of those huge teddy bears like you win at a carnival. Because this was before Walmart and every other fucking place sold them every Valentine's Day and every other holiday. Now, even at 14 years old, I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah. This teddy bear is possessing, or this demon is possessing my teddy bear. I'm like, great. Can you talk to this demon and tell me what he says? And she goes, I could do better than that. He can speak through me. I said, so you have a demon possessing your teddy bear. But he can speak through you. She says, yes. I says, great. Put him on. <laughs> so now her voice changes. It becomes very rough and gravelly. As much as a teenage girl's voice becomes rough and gravelly. You know, like teenage girls do. Because they're all fucking half-possessed anyway. And uh, I had a conversation with a demon over the phone. And over the next 20 minutes of conversation of question and answers, I managed to exercise this demon from her life and her teddy bear just by basically talking it down. Not talking down to it, forte of mine all my life anyway, but talking it 
down and convincing it to leave her and her teddy bear alone forever. And I did see her later, and she said she's never had it come back and bother her again. So that's my story of me as a 14-year-old exercising a demon over the phone. Ma Bell for the win. By the way, in the 80s, do you know what you got if you crossed a chicken with a telephone pole? A 40-foot cock that would reach out and touch somebody. Oh, I have questions. Yes. Oh, yeah. I have questions. Okay, so it's Teddy Bear. Is it like the bear from Ted or Teddy Ruxpin? No, I think it's more like the bear from talk Ted. To. You know, in that okay. it was three to four feet tall if you stood it up and hopefully held it up. Maybe it walked around for her. I'm unsure. Okay, and if it was a teddy bear, why was his voice gravelly? Shouldn't it be soft and fluffy because he's stuffed with fluff? <laughs> Just be like, oh, bother. I'm an evil spirit, and I want a pot of poo. Uh, yes. uh, wait, hold on, hold on. Friggin you've, all, you've seen the Care Bear movie, I assume. <laughs> why would you assume I've seen that? <laughs> Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me sure. I think Care that bears. answers itself. <laughs> Care Bears there. There we go. Now, when you exercised it, was it aerobics or Pilates? <laughs> it, Zumba. It, it, it was just therapy. It was mental exercises. Um, what did you charge five ninety nine a minute? No, but Weirdwin in chat does point out probably could have stopped it quickly by pointing out the long distance charges from hell. No, they, I think they were on wireless. They're they're very much more advanced, being just another reality and dimension that could connect with us. They were not on your calling plan, sir. No, that was before unlimited long distance. That's when you still paid by the minute for, like, anything out of the county. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to wrap this up. Do you guys have any closing thoughts on the topic? Aaron? Well, I've got one last story. As I am from Texas, okay, I have ridden horses and things. Okay, yeah, you have. typically not through the woods because it's it's dangerous to go through there. <laughs> but go on. Hmm? <laughs> but let the rest of the audience catch up. <laughs> but <laughs> one night. I had to get a horse back. It was unsee. I forgot how dark it gets so early in Texas. In well, everywhere, honestly, because it's friggin' winter. Like six o'clock, it's dark out now. As we get closer to friggin' November first, it's like five fifteen. Uh huh. So, I'm going through there, and all of a sudden. A goddamn pumpkin comes flying at me. And you know what? I look behind me, and you know what I see? What do you see? Fucking kids Hello. with pumpkins throwing them. <laughs> it's me. Andrea, that's you, it. That's the story. Do you have any closing thoughts on this? It's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Excellent. Here's what I'll say. Every story that I told tonight is absolutely true. Can I put explanations on it? Sure I can. But they are me reaching for answers that make logical sense. 
<clears throat> I have always wanted to believe there's more out there, and I look for it actively. This is why I have explored parapsychology. It was actually one of my pro, damn it, chosen professions when I was in my teens, though I never necessarily achieved that, barring the doctorate or otherwise. I do have a ghost hunting group, and I have many friends in this. And I still look for these things to be true because I want to believe there is more out there than just what we know already. Now, perhaps it can't be explained scientifically down the road. But at this point in time, there are mysteries out there. There are things out there that we cannot explain that happen in our lives, such as exactly what happened behind Andrea live on this show. So, I will continue to look for those things and whether I eventually learn how to explain them or continue to tell some cool stories in the dark. Either way, I'll be pretty pleased. So thank you guys for joining us. I really appreciate that. Let me take a quick look, make sure we don't have any other emails, nothing in the mailbag for tonight. So I want to let everybody know we really appreciate you coming here and hanging out. I want to thank everybody for throwing all the bits and the hosts and the raid from Scribbler Society and others. I appreciate that. Um, as well as those people who support us by subscribing and chatting in chat during our recordings of these podcasts. Thank you to folks. Who Tell them us. how they can contact us. You can contact us at talkofthetavernshow at gmail.com or by watching us live on twitch.tv slash travistavertalk. And the Patreon link is, um, if I'm not mistaken, oh, jeepers, you know what? i got to go look this one up here. Um, it has been a few moments. Let's see here. Yep, it is patreon.com slash travisicivart. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash Travis I. Sivart. And I want to thank Triple U and um, Ethan Strauss for supporting us on there, as well as Berta Musical Wizardry for supporting us on our monthly subscription via PayPal. You guys have a great night. Don't forget to check out the other podcast, Stealing for Survival, as well as Right Night. We are out of here. Let's get some outro music and go enjoy our remainder of our spooky month. Good night, everybody. Thanks for joining us in the discussion shenanigans tonight. You are the one thing that makes the show what it is. Don't forget to join us at the tavern next week. Until then, have fun, keep learning, and be good to one another. Now, raise your glass in good cheer. Enjoy the small moments every day and steamy dreams every night. This holiday season, we all wish for hope and healing. Children and families who spend their holidays at the hospital deserve a reason to believe in first steps, in giggles, high fives, and hugs. For 150 years, Children's National Hospital has provided world-class care and groundbreaking research. Please donate today to help patients and healthcare heroes this holiday season. Visit childrensnational.org holiday. That's childrensnational.org holiday. 
Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately.